Making connections, affecting the culture, just doing life. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. If you were able to listen to the program last week, uh, then you'll remember that we had Dr. Ray Rooney and we talked about the Apostles' Creed. Now, we spent the, the entire program talking about the Apostles' Creed, but we only had time to get to the very first point, uh, which is, I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Now, before we go further in this, if you missed any of that and you kind of want a little bit of background to what's going to be happening in this episode, let me encourage you. Go to engagemagazine.net slash podcast and download the, the, the two episodes that are on there now, uh, the top two. And so you'll be able to listen to those. Come back, listen to this. Again, this will be posted at engagemagazine.net slash podcast. But Wesley, I've got to tell you, man, we spent last week talking about the Apostles' Creed. We're spending this week talking about the Apostles' Creed. It's just such an amazing, the more I study it, the more I find it's such an amazing document. Absolutely. And this is a place where we as Christians, regardless of our peripheral uh, disagreements, we can come together and find unity in here and start here. You know, it's important as we uh, get into disagreements on how uh, other, other aspects of our, how we carry out our faith and how we respond to politics or issues or what we're seeing on TV or family thing or family stuff. It's important that as we come across these disagreements, to at some point come back to what unifies us and start there again. Mm-hmm. I found that to be really important in some of my disagreements among um, our Christian friends. And and I noticed too though, because by in doing so, if we can come back and agree on these things, then we can ultimately we desire the solution, we desire the right thing. But however, there's sometimes where as we come back to the Apostles' Creed, or come back to the essentials, I notice that they don't even, sometimes a friend of mine that professes Christianity will not even agree on certain aspects of essentials. And that's where some a lot of times the root issue is. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. I, I just want to make a really quick note of this. Uh, Dr. Rooney, we do have you in studio today. So first off, thanks for coming in again, chatting Fine. with us some Glad more. to be here. <laughs> uh, but I just want to make a note. We have, Wesley, you're non-denominational. Right. Uh, Ray, you're Methodist, and I'm Baptist. So there's disagreement here at the table. And, and yet and I there's, mentioned last week you're wrong. Yeah, well, just, that's okay. <laughs> but the thing I'm is, sorry. there's absolute unity. Sure. So we, we have rooms where we can disagree and we can have those discussions, sure. and it's great, and I think it's beneficial to have those discussions. But there are things where we 100% agree on, and it's who Christ is. And it's and really, the essential, we agree on more than, than the Apostles' Creed, but we certainly agree on the Apostles' Creed. Uh, let's, I want to introduce our, our guest today, Dr. Ray Rooney. We had him on last week. He's the chief editor of The Stand, which is a uh, uh, blog hub point, really talks about uh, or really uh, emphasizes what AFA stands for and what we're for and what we're against. But uh, So I want to welcome you, Ray. Thank you. And Glad also, to be here, thank you so much. I also wanted uh, you to give us uh, a 60-second a thir- a on the stand, but also give us a uh, uh, thirty second on what the creed is and where we're going today. Okay, the the stand is is AFA's blog spot. It's it, and most all of it is opinion pieces on what we believe and why we believe it. It's mm. actually sort of similar to what we're doing here with the Apostles' Creed. What do you believe and why do you believe it? Sure. Uh, people hear AFA said what AFA believe. Well, instead of just taking that. 
look at the look at the stand, and you can see uh, you can see our positions laid out. And fresh content, uh, exactly. Fresh content. We put new blogs up every day, at least a minimum of three blogs every day. Wow, uh, go fresh up. Um, and it's a lot of content. It, it is. And it's good content. Yeah. Yeah. It is, and good writers who know how to express not only their own point of view, but also how it relates to what we're about here Amen. at the American Family Association. And, and just to plug, every once in a while, you'll see something from an engaged writer. Um, exactly, because so, we're all on there. So, and vice versa. We got. Yeah, we I've got a couple of things in mind stuff. that we're going to share from the stand on our mm-hmm. engaged Facebook page this week. Absolutely, we love their stuff. So in the last in the last program last week, we got to one point, guys. We got to make better time on we this do. one. All right, because there's will. twelve. We got to get through. Uh, but the first one was, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. And just to break that down, uh, Ray, you had said that the key to all of this is I believe. Makes it personal. Right. Makes it personal. That's our anchor. And also, it's not what your parents believe. It's not what your grandparents believe. It's not what your country believes. This is what I believe. Right. It's also declaratory. It's not I hope or I wish. It's it's the reality that I live in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And God the Father. Now, the thing that we're going to get to, and, and to me, this is such a great opening line, because if we get this one wrong, nothing else is going to make sense. I believe God the Father, creator. And we're going to get into that here in a little bit, but hold that in the back of your mind. All right. So, Ray, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. We said in the last program that these statements were written because the beliefs were under attack. How under attack is this belief today? Every every facet of it. Every facet of it. Um the uh, the only son uh, the you know Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life no one can. so the, the exclusivity of who Jesus is the fact that he is Lord Savior sovereign overall um, you'll find a whole lot of people if you check out Barna and and his resources a whole lot of people don't believe that he was born of a virgin uh, uh, or that, which means conceived of the Holy Spirit just you just go down the list. Mm-hmm. And, this is incredibly important uh, in this it day is. and time about who it is do you think Je- – I mean, Jesus even asked the question, who it is do you say that I mm-hmm. am? Mm-hmm. What, what's, what, what's your thought on it? And this is how the, the earliest Christians decided we better answer that question for, for those going out. In, that's really why the, the, the Gospels and everything else were written. Uh, as long as Christianity was in Jerusalem – it was just word of mouth, but what do you you know? What do you tell a missionary, sure. a first century missionary, when sure. he's going out into Good point. Uh, out into the society of of Corinth and so forth? What do you tell him? Well, there you go. You know, it's interesting too in that same. And I don't know if this is where we were going here, but I noticed something. Why? Why do you think that it emphasizes his only son instead of his son? Well, th- again. Now we're getting into the triune nature of God. Mm-hmm. All right, there mm-hmm. there is no other, uh, you know, there is no other son. There's no there's no other. There's no, no angel. Jesus is deity. Right. All right, that's 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 what the that's what this is trying to get, and it's 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 explaining how that can be. How can Jesus be a man and be deity? And that's why you include the born of the virgin uh, and and conceived by the Holy Spirit to to. to to let people know, not of the same seed as Adam. Mm. Different. Yeah, and you know, when when you read Jesus talking, and he talks about God the Father, there's several instances. I was reading a book. I was just trying to look it up. Uh, I ran out of time. I'll try to link it uh, in the description. But when Jesus is talking about God, 
If you'll notice, he never says our Father with the exception of the Lord's Prayer. Every other time, he says my Father and your Father. There is a distinction there. We are believers are children of God. That that is present throughout scripture. And yet there's a difference between the only begotten son of God, Jesus Christ, and then the sons and daughters of God as in Christians. There's a difference there and I think that's, you know, something we definitely could um discuss. But I want to go into here. People will say, "Oh, I I agree with everything in the Apostles' Creed except the virgin birth." Because I just don't think God would operate that way. But like you said, he's not of the seed of Adam. But it goes back to the first point. If we get wrong that God is the creator, then this this statement doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But if we believe that God is creator, then is it really that hard to believe that God would create Jesus in in the womb of Mary? All right. People had all right. People had the the struggle that you're that you're describing right there about how can you be born of a virgin and so forth. Later, a couple of centuries later, a guy named Athanasius came up with a creed, the Athanasian Creed, and he all that is is really an expansion on this. And and Athanasius used the word homoousios, uh, that that's what Jesus is. That simply means. Let I me. Mean, the best way to explain that is whatever. Whatever God's substance is, that's what Jesus is. Now, in order to have that, you can't have Jesus born of Joseph. Right. It's a different seed, and that's why the Bible uses that that uh, that euphemism. It's a something different, which is why it's so incredibly important to understand. He didn't become the Son of God at his baptism like so many people want to suggest. Um, and, and I like the way the, the Apostle John, he starts off his gospel by saying, look, he existed long before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> long, long. Oh, he yeah. was, he oh, was the in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. What you're seeing in the, uh, in the, in the virgin birth is how does, how does he actually become a human being? How does he become incarnated? Mm. Right. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of a Virgin Mary. You're listening to Gage Magazine on American Family Radio. We just we are going over the Apostles' Creed, and I just read the second point. Where are we going now, TJ? All right, so he was suffered under Pontius Pilate, and we're going to have to hit these really quick because we're about to run out of time, Ray. But he suffered under Pontius Pilate. That gives historical... Um, oh, good point. You yeah. know, kind of, hey, we know the name of the guy responsible, mm. and we can still look in the history books. This this guy was not made up. So he suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, was buried. Now, Ray, this is where we're going to spend the rest of this segment. He descended into hell. Uh-oh. There's a lot of contention around that phrasing. Where does the contention come from? All right, it's it's whether or not you believe you know there's 2 Peter 3:16 talks about Jesus leading captivity captive. There's the there's the one belief that he at literally descended into hell, preached a sermon to all the pre uh you know pre-crucifixion saints, Moses and so on and and led them in into heaven. That I mean I don't really think that's what Peter meant, but but still there's that's there's that one. Let me let me just my view is this. The the word Hades, which is what the Apostles' Creed uses in in the mm-hmm. Greek, simply means the abode of the dead. That's mm-hmm. what it means. That Jesus, what 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 this is what this point is trying to make is, I appreciate you bringing up the historicity of it. This this isn't a fairy tale. I can tell you who did this, right? <laughs> and right. you know, I can tell you who, what his name. We're was. We're talking historical in, facts, exactly. Here. And so there is there's this. You ever heard of the swoon theory? 
I have not. Uh, the, the swoon theory is that Jesus just passed out. Oh, and yeah. They yeah, put okay, him in yeah. the tomb, and he revived when they put him on the cold slab. And then pushed a big boulder no, away after being no, slashed 40 times. The Apostles' times. Creed said, dead. He, 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 and that's what the, you know, when it said he descended to the dead, it may mean what Peter uh, implied and that he went and preached to the, to the lost souls, you know, mm-hmm. there, or in all likelihood, what it means is he was buried. Yeah. 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 The, but, the but also, of one dead, of the things was, in, uh, you know, in last, program we talked about you and i have had this discussion before uh in a in an article for the journal um but it says he descended he was not sent to hell he was not carried to hell he descended into hell and there's a lot of discussion of what we could have about what the word hell means but the fact that he descended means that it was of his own will of his own volition guys there's so much that we could talk about there but Where we're going to go in the next segment is the very next line. On the third day, he rose from the dead. It's such an amazing and hopeful statement. And we're going to start our next segment with that with Dr. Ray Rooney. You're not going to want to miss it.